Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. Today, I'm not even gonna lie, it's probably gonna feel like a little deja vu. It's going to feel like a repeated episode and um, I'm sorry but not sorry. <laughs> I say that because uh, this is something that God has really been working on me about and he's really trying to get me to understand what it is that he's showing to me. And I just have to share that with you all. I mean, it's to the point where he even had me um, bring a message about it. And the response that I got from the people uh, in regards to this word was very touching. And so I know that not everybody was able to watch the the broadcast to, to hear uh, me bring this message um, and so I'm going to share it here on Hannah's world. So here goes. Um, I've talked to you guys about the passage in the Bible with Mary and Martha, and I've shared with you all that I am Martha and, um, what God has really been revealing to me and what he revealed to me in the message that, um, I recently had the opportunity and privilege to, to talk about was the, only one thing like only one thing is needed like that is what he was trying to get me to get it's like Hannah the only thing that you need is my presence the only thing that you need is to stay rooted and grounded in me you know apart from me you can do nothing and that includes your agenda and you know as I've shared with you guys before I am a task-oriented person I do have an agenda and even though um, more recently I have been going to God and saying, okay, God, what's the agenda for the day? How do I line up these assignments for the kids to do in comparison to what my work schedule says so that I can be available to them and assist them? Like, how do I help make our house run properly, you know, so that I can get the meals prepared so that I can do the things that I need to do with Anthony and for greater entertainment and all the stuff that we have going on. Like, how do I manage my time? How am I going to be a good steward of my time? Even though I go to him and ask him this, what God was showing to me is, is like, you still not being, being flexible. You're, it's almost as if, I am giving him this impression of flexibility, but it's like, Hannah, you still get overwhelmed when things happen. You still, you know, feel a bit stressed out. Like I'm getting ready to move into peak season at my job and I can see the emails starting to increase and it's like, okay, answering emails, but I still got to help the kids with this and I still got to make myself available for appointments. And now I see that this meeting is on my schedule. And the anxiety is starting to mount up and it's just like, but I'm, it's almost like I'm fooling myself by saying, oh, you know, I'm cool. I'm maintaining his peace. I'm being flexible. And God is like, no, you're not. You're really not being flexible. You're still trying to figure this out on your own. You're still trying to figure out how to make all of this work. And you're not really leaning and depending on me. And, you know, one of the first things that he was showing to me in that passage uh, was in verse 40. And for those of you who would like to go and read the the passage for yourself, it does come from Luke chapter 10, uh, verses 38 through 42. But in verses 40, or verse 40, sorry, um, it talks about how Martha was distracted by all the preparations. And what God was showing to me is, is that, you know, 
you're being distracted from what I intended for you to do. You know, like the ultimate goal for me is to be about God's business, to be about the building of the kingdom, you know, and in in Matthew, it tells us that we're supposed to seek ye first the kingdom of God and all other things will be added to us. If I seek him first, if I go after what he desires me to do first, then everything else will just fall into place. God knows that we are living in this earth and that we have, you know, secular jobs to go to, you know, to pay the house. Like, but he's like, I am your source. I am the source who provides the resources for you to live in the land. Like that job that you have, yeah, you need to go to work today and do your work onto my glory. But when it goes from doing it onto my glory and remembering where your source comes from, and now you're thinking that your source is that job and you start you know, idolizing your job or start looking after the success for your job and doing the things for your job. God is like, hold up. I'm taking a back burner. I am a jealous God. I take the back burner to no one, you know, and it's one of those situations where it's just like, this is a distraction. And because of the calling that I have on your life, the things that I want you to do, that that is so important. I'm going to have to take that distraction away from you, you know, and, and how he chooses to take the distraction away is up to God, whether that is, you know, you losing your job, whether that is, you know, um, that there's a change in, in, in position or, or whatever it may be. It's just like, that is a distraction that I need to take out of your life. You know, um, whether it is to give you another job with less responsibilities or, or whatever the case may be, he's just he's like, I need to move you from here because it's a distraction. And so, you know, with Martha, she was distracted. She was distracted with all of the preparations, you know, about being the perfect host. And that's the other thing. You know, sometimes we are I think I shared with you guys the um, the devotion that I was doing called Chasing Perfect, which was also talking about the passage with Mary and Martha. Sometimes we are chasing perfection, you know, like with my own agenda, as much as I try to think that I am a very adjustable and flexible person. A lot of the times with my agenda, my agenda is, ba- I want to get it completed. I want to be able to say, yeah, I am thriving in this pandemic. Like I am thriving, working remotely while I'm also being a learning guide for my children during their virtual, you know, lessons and stuff. My kids are getting good grades. Like, oh, this mom over here, she got it all together. Who am I trying to prove that to? You know what I'm saying? Like we're all in this pandemic together. We're all traveling by different vessels, but I don't have to make it seem like everything is just like, hey, I got it together over here in this vessel. But at the same time, no, I don't have to give credit to the pandemic and say like, girl, this has been real stressful. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do because I don't want to give the glory to the pandemic. You know, I want to give glory to God like God has been the one that's been sustaining us. God has been the one that has been keeping us together and allowing us to stay afloat and to make this work out. But it comes down to like a heart thing. Like, is it really me trying to get things done because I'm just trying to show how God has given me the grace in this season to get through all of this? Or is this me trying to prove to other people that I'm that perfect mom? And Hannah, you're not 
a perfect mom you mess up you know what I'm saying and that's the thing like it's okay to stumble and fall just don't stay on the ground get back up dust yourself off and keep going like it's never a fail failure is not a bad thing and at some point in life we were taught that it was and some point in my life I was taught that it was which is why I am so afraid afraid of failing and it's just like no Hannah it's okay and when you fail share that share that with other people so that people can see like oh it is okay to fall because failure is a lesson it's an opportunity for you to learn. Now, whether you actually learn from that and do better the next time is up to you as the individual, but failure is not a bad thing. Many successful people will tell you that they failed numerous times before they succeeded, you know, and so God has just been talking to me about this, about myself, like, girl, you chasing perfect, you know, it's just like how um, Pastor Michael Todd is always talking about that it's uh, progression not perfection and and God has really been speaking that to me like Hannah this is it's it's a progressive thing it's not a perfected thing you know the only perfect person to walk this earth was Jesus like you're not going to be perfect can you strive to do things you know um, in the manner that Jesus did it yes that's why he's your example to show you it can be done but are you going to stumble and fall? Yes, you are going to stumble and fall. But the difference is, is that you're not going to stay there, you know. And so that is what we are like the life, you know, the successes, uh, whether a thousand people listen to this particular episode or or even learn about Hannah's world and start, you know, following it and everything. I can't judge whether or not I continue to do this based off of that. Like, yeah, you want to do good with whatever you're you're doing. But at the same time, I have to remember and realize, and this is something that God has just been sharing with me, is that, Hannah, I have an assignment on your life and you are assigned to specific people. And those people are going to find you. You know, those people who need to hear what I put in you to say, they're going to hear it. And those are the people that I need you to be concerned about. I don't need you to be concerned about the masses and what the world says is successful. And if you're not reaching this many people, you're not successful. That's not true because I'm the God who goes after the one. I left the 99 to go after the one. That one, that one that may look insignificant, that may seem, you know, that it's not important to the world or to other people. That one is important because that one needs to hear. That one needs to know. And so I share this with you all to remind you that in whatever it is that you're doing, even though it may look small now, keep going, keep pushing because that one is important. That one needs to hear what it is that you have to say or needs to see what it is that you're doing so that they can get the encouragement to do it too and then share with another one. Because if one reaches one and reaches one, like eventually it will grow. And and the, the thing is, is that it's not about us. It's not about, you know, 
what we see as successful at the end of the day it's all about God and it's all about his agenda and all about what it is that he wants to get accomplished in the land and he's looking and seeking for those that he can trust with the assignment to go out and do what he has called them to do like he's looking for us he's looking for those that are going to be like you know what this may be may be small but i'm gonna take care of it the bible says that to you know um if i can uh, trust you with the least of these then i can give you more if god can't even trust you with the small numbers that you have right now whether that's with your business whether that's with your your podcast whether that's with you know whatever assignment it is that you're doing god is like if i can't trust you to to um to take care of the least of these how can i trust you with the with the multiple how can i trust you with that if i can't trust you with this you know because too much is given much is required so the more you get the more that's going to be required of you so if while you're in your humble beginnings you're not able to devote and give all the care and concern to that he's just like i'm you're not showing me that I can trust you with everything else, you know, and so that's why we can't get distracted. We can't get distracted by what the world considers success. We can't get distracted by what we consider success. You know, I God had to help me realize that, too. He's like, Hannah, it's not all about what media and the world and society has told you is successful. You yourself have also put these standards and these measures in your life that you feel that you have to achieve, like how many of you can relate to 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 me in the fact that you saw yourself being a certain place by a certain age you know like my life seriously shifted from where i thought it was going to be i mean i i when i was in high school i was planning to become a lawyer like that didn't happen you know what I'm saying? Like, I realized while I was in law school, yo, this really isn't for me. Like, I did enjoy learning the law. It was great. But I was just like, um, and and I have to, and again, I have to own, own my own because, you know, I, I didn't do my research to find out, well, what other avenues other than being a practicing attorney can I go with the Juris Doctorate? Like, what are other things that I can do? And and my first semester of law school was horrible. It was horrible. It was painful. Um, I was trying to do it all, all on my own, you know, because that's just how I was. I'm this introvert. I'm a loner. I'm just trying to do it all on my own. And I I failed. I, flat, I fell flat on my face. But then the second semester, I connected with study groups. I started, I was like, I got to change things up. And I did so much better, you know, my second semester. It was just like, who is this? This is a completely different student, you know, because I allowed myself to ask for help. But it got to the point where I was just like, okay, God, this is, this is hard. This is really hard. And I want to know if this is really the path for me. Is this the way that I'm supposed to go? You know, and that was a difficult, a difficult season in my life to decide not to stay and not to, to fight to be there. You know, um, I just realized that it was, it was time. But again, I didn't do my research. It was just like, there's other things that you could do, but I never looked into it. And, um, 
and I stopped. But I, I bring I share all of that to to say how, you know, my life would have been completely different. And sometimes I think about that and I think about had I stayed or even when I did my internship, I was recently talking to a friend about the internship that I did up in D.C. And she was like, I'm surprised you didn't stay. I was like, listen, if I wasn't so like close minded about life when I was younger, um, I probably would have. You know, when I think about it now, like, dang, that was a great opportunity to be up in D.C. While I was up there, I should have been submitting applications, you know, to so that I could stay and start working up there you know, instead of coming back and, you know, but then again, that would have changed the whole trajectory of my life. Like I probably would have never, um, met, I mean, well, I had already met Anthony, but we reconnected when I moved back down from school at church, but I would have never reconnected with him had I moved to, to DC. I wouldn't be where I am today. And I am grateful for my life. I am grateful for my husband and for my children, you know, but I just think about like how things could have been different. But the, the, the thing is, is that, you know, it comes from you or from me again, owning my own truth. It comes from just not really like allowing God to have the agenda like I and that and that's what I'm saying like right now I I think about those things from time to time and it's just like man I could have the you know this should have you know you start singing your sugar your shoulda coulda what is you know and the thing is it's just like but who told you that Hannah like at the end of the day many are the plans of a man's heart but it's the will of the Lord that will prevail like it's God who wills in you to do according to his good works so it's just like if God is ultimately in control and God already knows what the end is before it even begins and he knows that you're going to go left when he really wants you to go right right so he already puts a detour in position that will get you to get back on the path that you're supposed to be on because you know what door is for you no man can close or shut it and 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 the doors that God closes no man can open so it's just like God already knows where the trajectory of your path is supposed to go for you to get to where you're supposed to get to. So it's never really a, that's why they say like it delayed, but not denied. You know, it's just like, yeah, there may be delays, layovers, detours, all these different things that happen in your life. But at the end of the day, you do end up where you're supposed to be if you are willing to allow God to have his way in your life. And so it's just like I what God was showing me is just it's like, Hannah, you have all these measurements. You have all these different things that you want to get accomplished in your life. But it's just like, who told you that? Did I tell you that this is what you were supposed to be? Did I tell you that this is where you were so, you know, supposed to go, that this is what was supposed to happen to your life? That did I say those things or were those things that you put on your plate yourself? And now the that you haven't accomplished that now that you haven't reached that goal now you're feeling disappointed you're feeling overwhelmed you're feeling like a failure you're feeling like you know I just I just don't I'm not qualified I'm not good enough God is like that is not what I say about you that is not what that's not how I look at you like you are enough you are enough because the person who is more than enough is in you so you are enough and I'm the qualifier like there is nothing that I will tell you to do that I am not going to qualify you to get accomplished. So why when I tell you to go 
It's like, God, no, not me. You couldn't be talking about me because I can't do that. I'm not qualified. And, <laughs> you know, um, God was like, obviously, I got to bring you some witnesses. <laughs> you know, he's like, I, I, honestly, I got to I got to bring you some witnesses because, you know, me, uh, I am that. And I've shared this with you guys before. I'm that one who kind of wants clarity, kind of wants to see the big picture. And God is like, I'm, I'm not obligated to tell you every detail. I just need you to trust me. And so he's like, so obviously I need to bring you some witnesses to show to you, like, this is how I operate because it it's apparent that you're overlooking this. So, uh, you know, he brings up Abraham. He told Abraham to go, right? <laughs> and he didn't tell Abraham where he was going. He was like, go to a place that I will show you. Abraham had no idea where he was going, but he went and see, here's the, here's the thing. Um, I recently shared on Facebook, maybe about two weeks ago, um, uh, this, this post, and I don't remember it verbatim, but the post was talking about how, you know, you can't allow, um, others, uh, to stop you from growing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I was talking about the fact that, you know, we all grow at different paces and you can't, you know, try to go at the pace of somebody else because it will stunt your growth. Now, I am jacking up the post completely because I don't remember it word for word, but I'm reminded of the post when I think about Abram because Abraham, he went, he was obedient. He did what God called him to do or told him to do. But Abraham took Lot with him. God didn't say to Abraham, hey, I want you to go to this. I want you to leave your 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 family. And um, because and he, he actually said, God actually said to Abraham, go from your country, your people and your father's household to a land that I will show you. Go from your country, your people and your father's household. So that meant Okay, Abraham, you're supposed to just take your immediate family and go to the place that I will show you. But that's not what Abraham did. Abraham took his nephew Lot with him. And later on, as you continue to read that um, that chapter in the, in the story about Abraham, you'll learn that uh, tension grew in the camp between Lot's people and Abraham's people over the lamb. Abraham brought trouble with him not saying that lot was trouble but abraham brought that tension upon himself god didn't tell him to take lot with him he in fact told him to leave (laughs) go from your people he was supposed to leave lot behind but abraham didn't do that and what god was showing me when he used abraham as a as one of the witnesses in regards to you know sometimes you just gotta do what I tell you to do, even though I don't give you all the details about it. He was just like, Hannah, there's going to be places that I need you to go that you're not going to be able to take others with you. And that was like, a ooh, ouch, God, like, wow. You know, because the thing is, is that you have these, these connections, you have these people that you're close to, but God is like, there's nothing wrong. I'm not saying that, you know, they're going to mess you up or whatever, but he's just like, there, everybody goes at a different pace you know each of us have been given our own measure and the thing is is like like my pastor always uses uh the term of don't share your eight by ten vision with a three by five thinker you know and 
And that's to say, like, sometimes people can't handle your big dreams. And because, you know, you got this huge dream with this person that is more small minded on things, they'll probably mess you up. And and God is showing me like, Hannah, it's the same thing. Like, it's not a fact that they don't support you or don't care about you. But I didn't give that vision to them. And they're not one of the people that I've placed in your life that's going to catch the vision and run with it. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the times when God tells us to do something, we're looking at our immediate circle like, okay, so y'all just going to support me because they're your writers, right? They're your writers. They're the ones who are always with you. They're the ones who are going to be with you, you know, down for you just like four flat tires. But the thing is, is that God is like, there's a whole other set of people that I already have in position that's going to see the vision that you write down and be able to run with it. And but you're all you're the small thinker. You're the small minded one thinking that it's always going to be your core team. And it's not. There may be a whole new team with a whole new set of skills and talents that God is like, I need you to pour into them so that they can go on to their assignment. Again, the people that you're assigned to. And for this new season that I have you to go into this new if you would just let go of your agenda and what you think and who you think is supposed to help you get there, if you would let go of all of that, then I can move these people into your life that you need to that you I need you to be assigned to in this season so that you can be a blessing to them and they can be a blessing to you. And I was like, wow, God, okay, all right, I'm I'm feeling you. You know, and it's just one of those things where it's like the Things being able to go forward when things just don't make sense. You know, uh, I think I may have shared this with you guys before, um, but about how God asked me the question, like, Hannah, will you obey when it doesn't make sense? And that was a, a specific question for from God to me, because God knows his daughter and God knows how I am. And he knows that I like to to see things, but it was more so he was asking me a question. He already knows the answer to it. He was asking me a question for me to see myself. And the thing is, is that I wanted to be able to say to God, like, yes, you know, I want to just say, yes, I'll go. I'll trust you even when it doesn't make sense. But I'm like, God, it is not as easy because I want it to make sense. (laughs) And it's crazy because I'm like, well, God, but you made me like this, right? You you made me a clarifier. Like I've taken these personality tests and I realized even everybody on my job, they realize Hannah is a clarifier. She is the one that's in the office or that's in the, the meeting that's going to ask the questions for clarification. Hey, just to be clear, <laughs> like that is me. And there's nothing wrong with that. But God is like, when it comes to me, Hannah, when it comes to me telling you what to do, this is where the passage that says obedience is better than sacrifice runs true for you because it's are you going to be obedient even when it doesn't make sense are you going to go forward because I need you to trust me to trust that I am the all-knowing that I am the one who knows the end before the beginning the one who has nothing but good intent for you Because I tell you that I know the plans that I have for you, you know, to prosper you and bring you to expected end, not to do you any harm. So this is what my word says. Do you trust my word? Do you trust my word to reign true in your life that when I tell you to go, but not tell you where you're going, that you will go and just wait for the next instruction? It's just like, oh, okay, God. All right. You know, and then it brings you. he, He brought me back to 
that place where for me many times, you know, that I personally have been my own hindrance. I have stopped myself because I have felt underqualified or not enough or I can't do this. And he reminded me of Moses and he was just like, I told Moses to do something. I I wanted him to be my deliverer to my children to bring them out of Egypt. And Moses kept telling me about his inabilities and he was focused on that. And it angered me, you know, and it was just like, all right, fine, go get your brother Aaron. I'll speak through him. But I still want to. God was like, you know what? I'm not even going to go back and forth with you on this. Because I got things to do and this is wasting time going back and forth. So fine, I'm going to give you what you want. Go ahead, get your brother Aaron. I'm going to speak through him, but you still going to do what I told you to do. You're still going to be there. You're still going to take up that staff and you're going to do the things that I told you to do. And it was like one of those moments like as a parent where you're going back and forth with your child, I, I do this often with AJ, <laughs> going back and forth with your child where eventually you get frustrated. And you're like, you know what? Because I said so. <laughs> It's like one of those because I said so moments. And it's just like, you, you're you angering me right now. You're, you're making me real frustrated, you know, but I'm going to have patience with you. Okay, fine. This this is where we're going to come to a compromise, all right? I'm going to give you this, but you still going to do that because I'm your parent and I told you to do this and I need you to do this. And so that's how it was with, with Moses and God. And God was just like, you know, Hannah, I look at the stuff like you're it's, it's angering me now because you know my word like it's in you what else do you want me to tell you <laughs> what else do you want me to do like I I need, and that's why I told y'all that this may feel like deja vu or that I'm talking about the same thing bringing up Mary and Martha again but God is like girl how many times do I have to bring this to you like we're walking in the wilderness now like how many times do I have to bring this to you before you get it like I am your qualifier. I am the one who sets the agenda. I am the one who knows the assignment. All I need you to do is go. Go and do the things that I called you to do. Be about my business and all those other things will be added on to you. Like you don't need to be concerned about that, which brings me to verse 41 in that passage where, you know, Jesus told Martha, you are worried and upset about many things. Like, seriously, Martha, you're you're worried and upset about many things. And that's what happens. Right. That's what happens when we have this agenda and things are not going according to the agenda. We start to get worried and concerned. I'll just use a prime example of this whole virtual learning situation with my kids. Skylin and AJ learn at different paces, right? AJ, uh, for the most part, I can leave him to himself to get his work done. Like he's, even though he, you know, moves around and everything, AJ will get focused. He, sometimes he, he goes too fast and he has to go back through the lesson again so that he can get his answers right. But he's just trying to like, all right, I don't want to stay here all day. I want to go back and get my 15 minute break so I can go watch my show or get 15 minutes of Fortnite in real quick. You know, but that's AJ for the most part. You know, I can leave him to do his his subjects by himself with Skyland. She works a little bit slower. Skyland also you know, need somebody to guide her and to help her focus and center. And so, um, you know, with her, that's what I do. So every day, and I think I've shared this before, Anthony and I will give them like four assignments. Well, with Skyland, I learned that what works best for her is to go subject per day versus, you know, different 
class assignments per day uh, to be a little bit more clear. So like she'll have an ELA day where we're just focusing on English and language arts or she'll have a math day where we'll get all of our math assignments done. And depending on how many assignments are done or due for that week, I may mix it. I may have her do both science and math, you know, something like that. But for the most part, we try to take it a subject per day so that she can get her work done. Well, what ends up happening sometimes, because I've this is only week, I think we're going on week four, that I've made this adjustment with her by doing the subjects per day. Um, there's sometimes where we don't get all the assignments done, especially if it's like ELA or social studies, because that's a lot more reading and comprehension. So it takes us a little bit longer. So if we don't get all the assignments done, then that gets pushed on to the next day to go with another subject. And so there's times where I feel overwhelmed and and concerned because I try to make those um, harder days, which would be an ELA or a social studies day, be a day that is lighter for me on work where I don't have as many appointments. I don't have as many meetings to attend to so that I can sit down with her and go over the information. And so I start to feel like get worried and upset about this, like, oh, my goodness, how this is going to get done. And it's just like, why are you worried and upset, Hannah? Like, just be flexible because she's feeding off of your energy and that's not helping her for for her to be getting built up with all this anxiety because of the fact that you so concerned about the agenda not being met. And, and God is like, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is where you're not really being flexible. You're not really adjusting to the change. I need you to be able to adjust to the change, Hannah, and it not affect you like this I need you to be really willing to just let go of the agenda and let me have my way because I will work this out for you you know what I'm saying and and that like it goes straight into the fact where like a lot of times we get so we get so caught up in what we thought things were going to be like even with 2020 and I shared this in the message like here it is 2020 yes it has been a debacle of a year it has been a year like no other, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, there's a lot of us that are still trying to get accomplished what we set out to get accomplished in 2020. And and we will falsely say that, oh, well, this is just me being determined. I'm being like the persistent widow. I'm determined. To get. There are some things that you need to let that determination go on. You know what I'm saying? God is like, no, that's not determination. That's just you being straight up disobedient and, and missing the mark. And that's kind of what happened with Martha. You know what I'm saying? Like here it is, Martha, you have an opportunity to sit at the feet of Jesus, to get rest, to allow him to pour into you and allow him to show you the things that you need to know that's going to help you that's going to benefit your life you have this great opportunity in front of you but yet still you so worried about the kitchen and about cooking the food and preparing the food. and now you're overwhelmed because you stress because you're like oh this is so much to do and I'm trying to get it done and my sister's over here just sitting so she gets annoyed with Mary and starts blaming Mary and like Mary it's your fault because you ain't helping me and and then, then she goes like Jesus don't you care don't you care like don't you see how I am working over here how I'm doing this by myself and my sister just tell her to get up and Jesus is like no like you worried about the wrong thing right now Martha and you so caught up and distracted and being a good host and being this perfect host that you forget who you hosting you forget who is sitting here in your presence who is here to help you 
Like seriously, and and that's and that's the other thing. I want to share this definitely because the obvious in this passage, you know, is the fact that Martha got distracted and that she, you know, was allowing her agenda to be more important than being in the presence of Jesus. Like we get that, right? But the other thing that God revealed to me about this passage, especially for myself, and if anybody is out there that can relate, is that a lot of the times we allow ourselves to fall into the false narrative that if we don't do it, it won't get done. And so for Martha, she was feeling overwhelmed and stressed because she's like, if I don't do this now, it's not going to get done. And when the master is finished speaking, everybody's going to be hungry. And this is my house. Like I invited him over to my house. So when everybody when he's done and everybody's looking for food, who are they going to look to? They're going to look to me. They're going to look to me and be like, well, why didn't you prepare the food? So it's all on me. How many of us feel like that? How many of us have felt that like, yo, if I don't get this done, it's it's not going to happen. And so I have to get it done where I plan for it to get done, because if I put it off for later, then it might not get done because I'm so busy with everything else. And God said to me, Hannah, who told you? that you had to do it by yourself because for one the person who was sitting there Jesus he's a supplier of all your needs he was a supplier of all Martha's needs Martha did you hear about how he fed the 5,000 with two fish and five loaves of bread like seriously you're sitting with the you have the opportunity to sit at the feet of Jesus Like you don't have to worry about making all those preparations because you're with the one who is the provisionary. You're with the one who supplies all your needs. You're with the one who is able to feed the multitude. So like seriously, sit down somewhere, allow yourself to be poured into. And then when Jesus is done, Jesus will make sure that everybody gets fed. But the first thing, what was important to him was to feed your spirit first. And that's just like, you know, wow, God. You know, and it's the same thing. I think I might I might have shared it with you guys before. I'm not sure. Um, but I shared it uh, during the message uh, when I was talking about this. I, I shared um, an incident that happened with uh, Anthony, the kids and myself. You know, Saturday mornings is when we get up to do do stuff or whatever. And this particular morning, they decided to watch a movie. Well, I was just like, well, I'm going to go ahead and still clean up the house because if I don't get this done now, then we're going to be doing this later on in the day. And I kind of just want to enjoy the rest of my Saturday. So while they were watching the movie, I'm cleaning up. So when the movie is over, Anthony comes to me and Anthony's just like, yo, you know, think about this. Here it is. We're all sitting together as a family watching a movie, but that's not what you decided to do. You decided to clean up, you know, and and he's just like, what do you think the kids are going to remember more? They're going to remember the times that we sat together and watch a movie as a family. Or do you want them to always think about um, how every time we did stuff, we did without mommy because mommy was always cleaning. Ouch, that hurt. You know what I'm saying? That hurt. But in my mind, I was like, if I don't get this done now, I'm going to be doing this later by myself. And he was just like, you weren't going to have to do it by yourself because all of us would have came down here to clean up with you, which would have allowed you to get the house cleaned up quicker. And we still could have enjoyed the rest of our Saturday. But Hannah, you weren't willing to change your agenda. So (laughs) I just want to share that with you guys, because Like I said, this is something that God has really been speaking to me about throughout this 
pandemic. Like it's been Hannah. I need you to let go of your agenda. Uh, (laughs) I thought that I was flexible. I'm not. You know, that is one of the the lessons that I have learned in 2020 is, is that I'm not as flexible as I thought I was. Um, But I want to change that. I do want to change that. And and I've shared with you guys about, you know, my experience at the old house and how I was more focused on the mess than making the memories, how I said that I wasn't going to do that here in this house. And I've been better. I've done a lot better. But at the same time, I still struggle. I still struggle with that. This message, you know, the whole Mary and Martha message, it was for me. And like I said, I know it feels like deja vu because I'm talking about Mary and Martha again, yet for what, a third time now (laughs) with you guys. But this is something that God kept bringing me back to because he was just trying to show me, me. And I've had to say to him, God, free me of me, free me of me and free me of being tied to this agenda that I think is supposed to work because at the end of the day, all I need is you, you know, and, and that was the title of, of the message, um, was, um, only one thing is needed. And that only one thing that is needed is Jesus is God is to be in his presence because in his presence is where there is fullness of joy in his presence is where there is peace in his presence is where there is shelter and protection like in his presence is where you can be at rest and not worry about all these different things in life that's going on so I just want to remind you guys and encourage you today get in his presence This pandemic, God shut things down. He shut things down because there's some things that he is trying to work out of us in order for us to get to the next level. He's like, I'm trying to upgrade you. I'm trying to do some renovations. Like what happens when you're doing renovations to a building? They usually shut things down so that they can renovate, so that they can spend time fixing and correcting the things that need to be corrected inside of the, the, the place, the building. It's the same thing with us. God is like, I needed to shut things down so that I could force you to spend some time with me. You know, and that's what I'm saying. A lot of us are still trying to get our agenda done. Like, I'm not going to let 2020 stop me from doing the things that I need to do. I mean, yeah, there's some things that you you need to get done. But are the things that God told you to get done? Or is it just the things that you want to get done? And because of your concern of disappointing somebody else from not doing it, or you you feeling like a failure because you don't get it done, like that's the reason why you're still pushing and trying to make it happen. And God is like, uh, nope. Can we go back to the drawing board? Like I have my own blueprint. I know that you have yours that you're trying to get me to get on board with, but I need you to get on board with mine first. So Anyways, I hope you all got something out of today's episode. Again, like I said at the very beginning, I know this felt like deja vu, but this is just something that God has really been speaking to me about and I felt that I needed to share it with you all. So I hope you got something out of it. If you did, go ahead, send me a listener letter, connect with me on IG at Hannah's World 00 or on Facebook. I am on Facebook. It's Hannah's Hannah's World 00. No, I'm sorry. It's Hannah's World on Facebook. Um, And you can always, like I said, sending your listeners letters to Hannah's World 00 at gmail.com. So until next time, peace out, world.